Sarasota, Tampa Bay. And now it's time for Veracruz. Shut up and sit down. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Paraprobe, and I am your host, Katie Holmes. Again? Again. Again. Yeah. Wow. What's up? What's up? <laughs> hey everybody, this is Chance Hancock. Uh, we're back with another edition of Paraprobe, and tonight we're going to be having our friend Ken Bogle come on, and no, not the guy who created the board game, it's a totally different thing, he does tarot cards. And right now I'm looking at my buddy Jesse J, who's staring at me, and he's ready to say hi to everybody. What's up? <laughs> Good God, man. I got to turn my headphones down, yeah, man. Uh-huh. I'm like dead I, right now. I, I, that is my favorite thing to do every time now. <laughs> Dude, right before the show came on, they had like the commercial ad break that came on, and I felt the vibration down in my loins. It was so freaking loud. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know. I, I just staring. turned my headphones up, too, and it was like, oh, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Glad the mics weren't hot during that time, because there were some choice words that we had uh, said and dropped. I'm still radio-friendly. I know friendly. myself better than that. <clears throat> <laughs> this is true. Blue's yeah, blue definitely. Uh, yeah. Blue blue keeps us out of trouble. We'll put it that way. Mm, occasionally, yeah. For sometimes, most sometimes he encourages it. We got to we got to be real. This is true. Very <laughs> true. Yeah. All right, guys. So once again, uh, my name is James Hancock, the host of Paraprobe, where we talk about everything paranormal, and we go deep into paranormal. Deep, deep, and uh, we're talking like well past the elbow. I mean, we go way down. So tonight, we're going to be talking with Ken about tarot card readings, we're going to be talking about some of his events that he has coming up, and also we're going to be talking about, well, I, I don't want to give it away, I'd rather he bring it up. Yeah. Yeah, when we have him don't on. Don't steal his what's wrong yeah, with yeah. He'll be calling in at 6.15. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to be going over a couple of other things real quick. We need to uh, talk about a very important subject right now that uh, has come to my attention. Um, I need to talk to you about dogs with cataracts. No, I'm kidding. Um, we have a couple of events that we are actually going to be doing ourselves coming up uh, this year with Paraprobe. And also, too, with our television show, uh, Voices of the Apocalypse. It's going to be on Amazon Prime. That's going to be a totally uncensored video TV show that everybody can watch from our soundstage and everything that we do. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, the, the last time we were dubbed uh, the Howard Stern of Paranormal. So, yeah, we'll see what kind of tagline we build this time from people. Uh, but we're going to be doing... Charlie Foxtrot. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to be doing a lot of crazy things with that show, and like I said, it's going to be on Amazon Prime. We are going to be doing a couple of events coming up in the very near future. Now things are opening back up little by little. You know, there's still some logistic, you know, logistics going into play to get all this stuff set up. Um, but some of them are going to be with Paraprobe, and then some of them will be with Voices of the Apocalypse. And we may even do a little combo show here and there once in a while with some of these events. But it's going to be a lot of fun. We're doing some paranormal events. We're going to be going to Comic-Con events and all kinds of stuff. So it's going to be a fun year. Yeah, I'm super excited. Chance broke the news to me, what, uh, last night, maybe before? Thank uh, before. Uh, the, I think it was this morning when I woke up and rolled over and looked in your dreamy eyes and told you. Yes. Yeah. It was so relaxing. Maybe. Yeah. Just staring at you like a stalker. I like being <laughs> the big spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you're like a half a foot shorter than me, but okay. Hey, 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 hey. We're all the same size laying down, so... Yep. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, man. we got a lot of cool things coming up in the very near future and definitely can't wait to do it. Um, We'll be, obviously, promoting those events well in advance for everybody so they have plenty of, you know, knowledge of the events and to plan for them and so on and so forth. Make your plans. Come see us. Yeah, some of them are going to be out of town. Some of them are going to be on the East Coast, West Coast, all over the place, so... Some I, I'm I'm gonna drop cryptic hints. One is gonna be involved with space. That's as far as we'll go. Nothing yes. else. Yes. All we right. could be spaced out. You never know. You never know. I do need to give a shout out though. Um, oh, go for it. Huge shout out to uh, Disaster Coffee. Um, they make really good coffee, and they donate to really good causes like um, uh, one ministry that helps um, victims recover from human trafficking. They uh, assist in rehabilitation. So, like, big shout out to them. 
Um, I am drinking one of their Max Caffeine blends right now because I don't sleep, and <laughs> it's phenomenal. And because cocaine is too expensive. <laughs> yes, yes. Never done cocaine. Yeah. You know, it's so funny, man. Like, when you, uh, I remember, like, you called me up, like, you know, well, actually, you didn't call me. You sent me a picture of it first. Mm-hmm. You sent me a picture of the bag and everything, and you're like, oh, my God, it really exists. And, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely want to try it. Yeah, so. you want my attention, you automatically say caffeine, and I'm there. Like, I don't, I don't care about, like, a lot of people like drugs and stuff. I don't, I don't do drugs. Can't. Like, it either makes me go way too fast or puts me right to sleep. <laughs> There's no in between. I don't mellow at all. <laughs> so, like, I stick to caffeine, uh, occasional whiskey, beer, and, yeah. <laughs> and you know me, man. I like barely drink. Once in a blue moon, I'll have a drink. You got time to drink, bro. I know. I'm always busy. I'm always doing stuff. But yeah, I'm definitely a caffeine freak. I live off of a monster and coffee, and that's pretty much about it, really. Yeah. Yeah. Caffeine, hate, nicotine, protein. There you go. Yeah. A lot of hatred. I a have lot of a, hate. Yeah, I live off a lot of hate in my heart. We, we were talking before the show, and it was like, I'm just a very hateful, angry little person. I'm like an evil munchkin. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm, I'm. You're like a pissed off minion. <laughs> yeah, a pissed off dwarf. <laughs> oh man, yeah, no. Uh, but anyways, we're super excited tonight to talk to Ken Boggle. I am. Um, I like funny people. I like to laugh. That's what we do. And I'm hopped up on caffeine. So <laughs> I, I keep thinking back to our conversation before we went on air when you're talking about you and your wife getting in a little argument last night, and you just in the middle of the argument just stop and go. You know, we're just a couple of tiny, angry people. <laughs> yeah. Dude, if I would have been there, I would have been crying. That, yeah. we, dude, that's what stopped the argument. We started laughing at each other. It's just like, <laughs> all right, we're done arguing. <laughs> we're oh, ridiculous. Man. But uh, So we are working on some other stuff, too. We have some other people we're going to be booking coming on to the show. Uh, one of them is a buddy of mine, Egg. Egg. <laughs> Ed Bogrowski. I, I combined the two names, so we'll call him Egg. So uh, Ed Bogrowski and uh, and a couple of the other guys from his team, C First Paranormal. Can I say it again? Oh my God, man! Ed Bogrowski. Ed, I hate you, man. Change your name. So uh, Ed and some of his boys from C uh, First Paranormal, they're going to be coming onto the show. They actually have. I, I don't want to talk about it because I want him to bring it up when we bring him on air. But they have a new thing gig yeah a very big gig that <laughs> they are now doing with their team and stuff that they're going to be coming on and talking about um it's definitely going to be pretty cool i know ed personally uh he owns paratools which uh sells paranormal equipment <laughs> and uh, not only mean like a pair of tools you know <laughs> paratools like one word um but yeah ed's uh he's got a lot of different like even phone apps for paranormal like doing paranormal investigations and stuff that he created oh really yeah it's it's a pretty smart guy for the most part hmm uh, I don't want to give him too much credit, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I love about him, though, when he talks, and you, you'll you'll find this out real quick, when he comes on air and he talks, he sounds identical to Howard Stern. I have been planning up some practical jokes where I want to use his voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, oh, what do they call that? Um, deep fake. Yeah, yeah there's a deep fake with, with his voice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I want to have him call some of my friends and stuff that are in, you know, in the media and everything, Mm -hmm. and, like, record the conversation. I'll get a permission afterwards that we can play it, obviously, but (laughs) I want to record it and throw it out on the show and have them thinking they're really talking with Howard Stern. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I I just love to screw with people. That's what I like to do. Yeah, no, that's what we do when we're bored. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a whole lot of stuff that's coming up this coming year. I mean, between the different events that we plan on doing... Uh, between launching the new show of uh, Voices of the Apocalypse. Uh, to put that in perspective for the newer listening audience, Voices of the Apocalypse is a talk show um, that is uncensored, uh, very Howard Sternish with our humor and such, and we discuss the topics of paranormal horror and sci-fi. And we talk to all the different like actors, directors, authors, uh, producers, so on and so forth, and media with, uh, with those different types of genres. And the awesome thing is, is we used to do it with our old show, Dead X Radio, but this is a whole new revamped, new stage, new look, new sound, new feel, everything. It's, uh, I can't wait to do it, man. It's new props, cool. like planes and stuff that you have to drive to <laughs> random places to go get. <laughs> Dude, we have twin nine-feet-tall Hulk statues. There's two? There's two of them. I thought there was one. John got twins. There's a matching set of full-size, nine-feet-tall Hulk statues. Uh. Yeah, and they're going to be a part of our props and stuff. Plus, you know, full-size Terminator, 
Uh, you know. What? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm talking about made out of metal and lights up the eyes and everything. I mean, it's it's insane, dude. If you can't tell, I've never been to the studio. Well, the stuff that, that John picks up too is actually from like a lot of them are from the actual sets from the actual movies. Uh, matter of fact, John currently owns one of the subs that was used in the movie Titanic. At the very end, when they were showing the you know the uh, the mini subs going down, filming the Titanic and all that, at the end of the film, he owns one of those subs at what? the studio. Yeah. I can't believe I never showed you a picture of that. Oh. Dude, we got to take you over to the studio, bro. Yeah. Uh, the only reason why we haven't been there sooner, obviously, is John's just been busy filming with his TV show and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Well, we need to, like, go down on submarines and stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not doing that. Can I come, too? <laughs> I guess, Blue. Yes, Blue. Yes. <laughs> you can always come with us. <laughs> Welcome anytime. I'm over here like props. <laughs> I just think it's funny that I just all of a sudden heard this voice. Like it, I thought it was God whispering to me. <laughs> Can I come too? <laughs> can I go to heaven? <laughs> oh, I'm definitely not going there. If you say yes, then you can come. <laughs> Let's make a deal. <laughs> Extorting God. Dude, Next that's, on Paraprobe. That's how I'm going to get into heaven. It's going to be God standing with two boxes going, deal or no deal. <laughs> that's how I'll get into heaven or not. It's going to be one or the other, man. I'm going to need a really good lawyer. Um, they're all going to hell. So, eh, just true. kidding, just kidding. I was gonna say I know some lawyers that are pretty decent. Yep. You know, the ones that were up me, but <laughs> <laughs> can't really vouch on all the other ones. But you know, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, also, you know what? I do want to give a shout out to a good buddy of mine. I did not give a shout out to last weekend when I wanted to. Uh, buddy of mine, Jesse Cage. Uh, Jesse Cage. He is a now he he's been a radio for like twenty years, but now works for Duncan Duo. The real estate company. <gasps> yeah, he's a sales agent for them and everything. And wow. Yeah, he go, or real estate agent. And uh, so, yeah, I want to give a shout-out to my boy, Jesse Cage. You guys can find Jesse Cage, and it's with a K. Jesse Cage on everything on, you know, social media. Just Jesse Cage on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and all that stuff. And, yeah, he's uh, he's doing really well with Duncan Duo, man. He's selling some really nice homes. Hey, so must be nice. Yeah, Let's do it. so just want to give him a shout-out. So if you guys want to get a hold of him. Uh, you can also go to the Duncan Duo Group, which is huge here where we live in the Tampa Bay area mm-hmm. and all that stuff uh, for real estate. So you can go to Duncan Duo and just find Jesse Cage on there. He goes by Greg Jameson on you know with the company, but it says you know Jesse Cage in the middle in parentheses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, just find him out there on uh, Duncan Duo. So, anyways, moving on to our next subject. So the guy we're getting ready to bring on, Kim Boggle. Good lord, it sounded like I just went through puberty. My voice went really high for a second. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry. I Welcome to my life. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, sound like I sat down too quick and sat on something. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, that happens when you get older. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. Side, side note. <laughs> oh my god. We had a we had a joke on the boat. The worst part is Blue totally got that in ten <laughs> seconds. You were paused. I was like, "What's he talking about?" No, no, no. So I thought about um, we had when I worked in the oil field on the boats and stuff. Worked with a lot of jarheads. Yeah. And we had this joke called a uh, thirty-year-old something, and he was like, "Yeah, I was like twenty-five at a time." He was like, "You'll find out when you're older." Just and, and he's always like grabbing and pulling. And I'm like, "What are you doing?" He was like. 30-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> it's called gravity. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Now that I'm uh, past the age of 30. It's true. <laughs> Ken's past the age of 30. We'll have to ask him about, you know. What? Ken? Yeah, he's past 30. You keep getting all these people that, like, look a lot younger than they were. I mean, there was Karen last time. She's, like, what? I don't know. I, I'm not even going to guess her age. That's rude. Yeah, but don't do it. She yeah. definitely looked a she lot younger. She would literally reach through that mic and smack you. <laughs> She'd send a Ouija ghost or You know, it is true. It is true, though. Yeah, I mean, it, it's so weird. Like, all these celebrities who look so young for their ages. Matter of fact, earlier today, saw a video because in Coming, in America, uh, Coming to America, you know, the second one that came out, mm-hmm. got to see it. Um, Wesley Snipes plays in that movie, and I'm a huge Wesley Snipes fan. Yeah. All right. And uh, he was talking about in one of his uh, scenes, he had to improvise this dance routine. Like, everybody else was choreographed but Wesley Snipes. And he was kind of like, okay. So he just kind of did his own thing, but it worked out. It looked good on camera. They kept it. But when I was watching the interview, I was like, my God, man, he looks so young for his age. He really is Blade. I think he really is a vampire. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I, mean, I was obsessed with Blade. Oh, Blade was, Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. 
Those movies rocked back in the day, man. So great. Yeah. Make another one. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely have to say that uh, Blade is one of my all-time, like, vampire films. Yeah. One of my favorites. Uh, you know, the whole trilogy of Blade. Um, and then, of course, The Lost Boys. Yes. And there's a couple other ones that are kind of like... Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Dracula. Hey. Hey. Oh, do hey, we have Ken, a guest? What's going on, buddy? Hi. How goes it? It's going. We we haven't got fired yet, you know. <laughs> yeah, so far so oh. good. Yeah. That's always a good step, don't you think? That you have yet to be fired. That's always a good thing. Yeah, that's how I judge success. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure that's sign how of good success. Yeah, yeah, sure yeah, sign sure. of good success is when you are invited to come back to work. Absolutely. <laughs> and then you occasionally get compensated financially. That's also a good sign. That's a huge bonus. That mm-hmm. may yes. happen for us one day. <laughs> I, believe it. I believe it will. I believe that it will. I mean, with such fantastic guests like myself, how can you fail? Right. Absolutely. Right? I mean, at the end of it, right? Dude, I tell you what, you know what's so funny? We've had a lot of different guests come on, like Daryl Marston from Ghost Hunters and all these other celebrities and stuff. And then, and of course, we booked you. And so far, since we have booked you, we have gotten more play on our social media for you coming on than anyone else we've had so far. My my followers and my well, they're not. I hate saying followers, and I despise the word fans. They're they're wonderful, great people who have supported and loved me and cared for me in my career. Like they are so loyal, so loyal that I can't even. I, I every day I wake up and I'm grateful for them. Well, every I, day. Exactly. Like back in the day, man, when we had DeadX Radio, we always we always talked about our, you know, whatever you want to call them, followers, fans, whatever. We called them yeah. FOTS, and it was F-O-T-S, and it was Friends of the Show. That's how we referred to them. Oh! Do you remember that? <laughs> Robbed. Okay, I'm going to have to steal that. <laughs> Feel free, man. Is it okay man. if I just thieve your intellectual property? I'm just going to take it. There you go. Be you FBI. Seize it. Exactly. Go ahead, bro. You're more than welcome to. Thank you. I don't know how we'll make that work yet, but I, 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 you have to say it carefully, though, because you don't want to use the word thought. That, now that means something yeah. totally different. Yeah, because you don't need to get into that. Yeah, you know? they don't want to think you're coming from Boston going, you got a bunch of thoughts following me around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but a Boston accent has served me well in several times in my life. You know, if you have to fake it, you do, but it, it this serves is me true. very well. Very <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So listen. Obviously, Jesse and I, we know who you are. We want you to expand out to our audience here and let them know a little bit about you. So take it away, Ken. Awesome. So my name is Ken Vogel. I'm a psychic medium and a tarot card reader. Um, I am an executive producer and host of Tarot Day with Ken Vogel on Cosm. And I'm also the host and executive producer of Coffee with Ken Vogel, which happens on on Cosm. That's Q-O-S-M, as well as all of the Cosm and Ken Vogel social media. Um, I own a bed and breakfast boutique hotel in Franklin, Kentucky, where people can come and stay with me. I do readings and classes and uh, various different things, um, and that's something that I do. I've been reading tarot cards since I was eight years old, and I've been developing as a psychic since I was eight years old. So now we're staring down the barrel of nearly 30 years of me doing this. Dude, you I'm don't even look old enough to have been doing it that long. Jesse just made that comment at the beginning of the show that you didn't even look like you were like in your 30s. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad. And thank you, by the way, and I appreciate you, and your check is in the mail. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Told you it was getting paid. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get paid today for sure, guys. This is what's happening. Um, just don't cash it. Okay, I'm going to... Because, see, i got to move things from my checking to my savings and... <laughs> the way my bank yeah. account is set up. <laughs> Let me move some money around. Uh, but anyway... So 29 years I've been doing psychic readings in some capacity. I started doing them professionally 10 years ago when I opened Tarot by Ken LLC. And now that we've opened Ken Boggle Enterprises LLC, we're, in, we're incorporating a lot more things that we feel are, uh, that will contribute to bettering the lives of the people who come to us, but also better the communities in which they live so that they're able to take guidance and wisdom and clarity, not only for themselves, but for everyone around them and, and that kind of a thing. Uh, my purpose and my idea is that at the end of the day, we're all our brother's keeper. Whatever I can do to take care of you and to make your life better, that's my purpose in life. That's why I do readings. Um, all the television stuff and all that stuff, just, you know, it's just stuff. For me, it's really about caring and giving and loving people who come to me for that kind of help. So that's me in a nutshell. You know what? And that is very true, man. Like, even when I see you on social media and stuff, it's like you always take time out to talk to the people who reach out to you on, you know, for different things, whatever it may be. 
Right. And that's really hard to find because, I mean, you and I, we've been around the block long enough, especially with media and everything else, that a yeah. lot of people kind of get lost in that mode of media that they kind of start blowing the you know their thoughts off. You know, and and you can't do that. That's that's what makes you who you are. I mean, that's how you became to be, you know, bigger and be able to reach out and help even more people. And it's just good karma, too. I mean, yeah, it's very hard oh, yeah. to find this yeah. day and age where, you know, people are building each other up instead of tearing each other down. Absolutely. And that's something we really appreciate about you. Well, for me, um, going through all the things that I've kind of gone through, especially in the last couple of years, you know, divorce and things like that, it was a situation where, these people who follow me and support me and love me and my thoughts, they're, um, they, at the end of the day, were the main reason I got to hold on to my life. So to me, at, when, I'm, when I'm with the, these folks, no matter if I just met them or if I've known them for years or they're a friend of a friend of a friend, when they message me and they contact me, I respond and I help them as best I can because I want everyone who engages me in that way to know that if you ever, ever think that you don't matter to someone, you're totally wrong. Because to me, you matter more than anything else in the world. In my life, and I know that sounds corny, in my life, there's nothing that means as much to me as the people who, who support me and care for me because they've been the most consistent thing in my life for a very long time now, and I'm blessed and grateful for each one of them. Absolutely. It's like for us, I mean, we always, you know, are happy when we see, you know, and it's not because we want to be famous or nothing like that. It's just, it's a part of what just goes in media. It's, it's obviously, it's good to have numbers. But we like for our people who follow us to know that, hey, we see you. We know you're following us yep. and checking us out, and we appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, in fact, I have this tendency to like every single comment that is ever made on any post, and I will if I have the time. I do the same thing. You know, and it's like Instagram, you know, because I follow you on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I like everything everybody posts unless it's something political or insane, and I can't abide by that anymore. I'm over it. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah, I Yeah, yeah thank <laughs> Thank goodness that Instagram now has a mute feature because, like, I'll mute you. Like, until you're done with your <laughs> your political tirade, I, I'm going to have to mute you. But um, I, other than that, I really try my best to make sure that people know that I'm not just some person who is wanting their money or wanting their view or wanting their, uh, you know, whatever. I'm just there to make sure that they live happier lives and affect others around them positively in the process. That's really my job. Yeah, absolutely, because, like, the one thing, like, you know, that I, you know, when Jesse decided to join the show with me and we created the show, the one thing I told him that I learned from other people, and especially in media, is never forget the people you meet on your way up, because you just never. might meet them again on your way down. No, you will so meet true. them again on the way down. Yeah, you know, so I always yeah. try to keep a, and, and, like, with my social media, I mean, you follow me on social media and stuff, you see how I am, I'm always either joking around or posting a picture, like, of the water or something like that, or, or, or who's coming on the show. You know, and that's about as far yeah, as my social the, media goes. The ladies, the ladies love you, though. I've noticed you have a lot of love from the ladies. <laughs> uh, that is true. I would say probably about 90% of my followers are female. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, uh, about 90% of my followers are female, but they're not following me for the same reason they're following you, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely do not. <laughs> it's okay. Jesse follows me for the same reason they do, so. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, I put out last, what was it, last week or a weekend before last, and when I was talking about Ken coming on the show, I said he was a very good looking man. Yeah. Did I or did I not? So there. Yep, I gave you your props. Thank you. I appreciate that, Captain. I greatly appreciate it because Lord knows you hit a certain age and things, lines on your face become clearer. Uh-huh. Air becomes thinner. It starts migrating to other parts of your body, and next thing you know, you're looking like you know Shrek, and you're like, "What happened? What <laughs> Gra- even happened?" Just like we're talking about the beginning of the show, gravity takes over, and you sit on things when you sit down. <laughs> you do. Oh, it is. <laughs> I brought it full circle. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh man. All right, uh, first thing funny. I want to get into, <laughs> now that we're done talking about sitting on our uh, privates, um, one of the things I want to talk about is you and I were discussing, actually before you came on air earlier today, that I know you have a couple of things that are coming up in the near future. I really do. And so, like, look, here's the thing. We're all over COVID. We're trying our best. Everybody's getting vaccinated or wearing masks or they're forgetting the whole thing. Whatever your path is, we're trying to get to a point where we can all get together again. So... Um, Odyssey Paranormal um, and uh, Mike uh, Michael O'Neill, who is like the runner of this, he does events and conventions and things like this, and he has signed me up for two. 
So the first is in July, that's July 2021, this year, is the Minnesota Parajunity Convention. And this is going to be like absolutely everybody. So there's going to be, you know, holistic healers and cryptozoologists, UFO researchers and favorite TV, you know, personalities. You go Grant Wilson, Heather Taddy, Ben Henson, um, Steve Gonzalez is going to be there. And then uh, me, you get to see me. And um, <laughs> Chip, Coffee, Chip and Coffee is going to do a gallery reading, which is great. But um, we're also going to do, for a, the VIP dinner, we're going to be doing a lip sync battle. Now, look, lip sync battle is already becoming a very intense thing. I'm going to need people to get tickets just for that. Because <laughs> your buddy Ken Boggle has been wearing it out since Heather Taddy and I have been. So Heather Taddy and I, you remember her from Paranormal? Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, she and I have been paired together as a duet, and um, I've slaughtered it. I don't know if they're going to be ready. Someone should probably call Minnesota and let them know to get the fire brigade there because I'm going to leave it in ashes. It's going to be amazing. Oh, oh God, so I, I am so going to watch so, this. It's going to be amazing. So for tickets to that, go to mnparacon.com, so minnesotaparacon.com. And then in uh, December of this year, I will be at the Las Vegas Parunity Convention. That's going to be um, in Vegas at the MGM Grand. There's going to be people like Dustin Perry are going to be there. Oh, I uh, love Dustin, man. He's such a great guy. I oh, used to talk with him, like, all the time. Dustin Perry is another He's another uh, birds of a feather, right? Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. Just like us. He's cut from the same cloth. It's a different pattern, but it's the same cloth. I, I look to him and think to myself sometimes, what an amazing uh, role model for people who are already in the business. Like, yep. if you can do half of what Dustin Perry does in terms of engaging people, genuinely and sincerely caring for people, then you've won the game. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all you have to do is do that, because Dustin Perry is the king of it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so there's going to be, you know, Dustin's going to be there. It'll be the first time he and I have seen each other in a long time, so that's going to be a, a hug that lasts forever. I'm sure he'll become terribly uncomfortable. But <laughs> All kinds of different things, as you know, um, the VIP dinner is going to be there. It's going to be a full Vegas style with a buffet and two band concerts, just for the people who are there at the VIP party. Um, they have an early bird special. If you get your tickets before April 1st, go to VegasParaUnity.com and get those tickets. There will not be a lip sync battle happening at Vegas, uh, but I don't know if you've ever hung out with Ken Boggle. If you're a listener and you've not hung out with Ken Boggle, I'm a blast in a glass. I'm going to need you to show up, get ready to throw down, and then we're going to work hardcore the rest of the weekend and do readings and have a wonderful time. And I think for both events in Minnesota, which is in July 2021, and in Vegas as well in December, I think there's going to be an option for you to attend Coffee with Ken Boggle live there. So, you know, coffee with me is, you know, a whole thing that we do on social media mm-hmm. every Sunday morning at 9 a.m. You can tune in tomorrow at 9 a.m. Eastern Time uh, at the Ken Vogel Facebook and the Ken Vogel Mystical Emporium Facebook and all the Cosm social media and, and these things. Elizabeth Saint, who's the other producer on the show. Speaking um, of which, I need to talk okay. to that young lady. Everybody needs to talk to that young lady. <laughs> she had reached out to me on my social media saying she was, you know, wanting to come on my show, and I asked her back, said, "Hey, let me know when you're ready," and haven't heard anything back. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was that was during the. Let me phrase this delicately, as to not offend anyone. That was during the uh, acquisition of Vinny Space becoming Cosm. Uh huh. I kind of figured. Kind of a really intense situation for a couple of months. Yep. And she is manhandling it like a pro. She's basically Lara Croft, Tomb Raider. Oh, dude, yeah, absolutely. Rock and roll chick. Um, anyway, so uh, if uh, what I'll do, fellas, is that tomorrow morning when I see her, I will mention it to her. I'm going to say, when are we going to do that? Because we need to get you back on that show and, and maybe have her reach out to you. All right. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Either that or just, you know, if you were to see her in person, give her a hug and lick her face and say that was from chance. So yeah. if, I li- if I licked her face, she would be aghast. I don't think she would know what to do if I, I mean, I don't think anyone would know what to do. Dude, she would probably, I swear to God, you wouldn't even have to say anything. She would probably stop, look at you and go, that was from chance, wasn't it? <laughs> oh really? <laughs> Knowing Elizabeth and I, our relationship, my relationship with her, she'd probably lick me back, and I'm here for that. Yeah, I'm yeah. okay with that. Yeah, 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 we're good together like this. It's great. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, she's phenomenal, and it, we're going to be doing that kind of a thing. Coffee with Kim Boggle at uh, the Vegas, and I believe the Minnesota um, Paracons that I'm, I'll be attending this year. So get your tickets. Get the VIP tickets. Come to all these big events. 
throw down with me. Let's have a wonderful time and then enjoy the weekend with all of our fellow weirdos. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to get in more in depth about what is Coffee with Ken Boggle. So Coffee with Ken Boggle is something I had done for about five years. I used to wake up at 6 a.m. on Friday morning, make mm. a pot of coffee. By 7 o'clock, I did tarot readings, catch-up, uh-huh. and, and we would do that until <laughs> like 8 o'clock in the morning, then I would go back to bed. So um, it kind of went on that way for a long time, and I, I kind of I took some time off from the whole business, and I thought I was never going to do any of the paranormal stuff ever again because I was just really kind of off it. But um, and I needed time to myself. However, when I jumped back on, I first started doing Coffee with Ken Boggle again, and then um, it was Video Space at that time. Now Cosm said to me, um, "Would you like to have a weekly show instead of just Tarot Date, which happens seasonally?" And I said, "Absolutely, I would." Would you all like to have Coffee with Ken Boggle? And Elizabeth Saint said, "We would love to have Coffee with Ken Boggle." So that's where we're at now. Um, it's just a great way to kind of get your tarot questions answered because I do a free gallery reading in it every week. It's a great way to catch up with me, see what I'm doing, where I'm at. I talk about my personal life in a way that no other paranormal person talks about their personal life. I, I like to make sure people know where I'm at so uh, they can kind of uh, stay in, on, on, in touch with me and uh, kind of you know, know where I'm at. But also we do a thing called the Tarot Weekly Forecast. And in the Tarot Weekly Forecast, I draw a card for every day of the week. I tell you what will happen that day, and not only what will happen, but how you can amplify the most positive results imaginable. So, if it's terrible, we'll make it terrific. If it is, you know, funky, we'll make it fantastic. You know, it's the whole thing. And as a matter of fact, before I even came on this evening, there was a young lady in, on Instagram who watches this show. She said to me, "I got the new job that you were talking about this week." So I had predicted this, and she had yeah, awesome. taken copious notes. Yeah. So it's a great thing. Coffee with Ken Boggle is totally free. You can go to Facebook and my Ken Boggle, or you can go to Ken Boggle's Mystical Emporium and, and, and get in on that 9 a.m. on Sunday morning. Dude, I'm telling you right now, I want to do an investigation with you. Like like even Elizabeth Saint. Like when I first started becoming friends with Elizabeth and Nick and all that, like, you know, from DeadX Radio, a lot of them didn't know I'd already been in the paranormal field for like 20 years doing investigations. Wow. Um, like, I've done investigations with John Zaffis. I've done investigations oh. with Dustin Perry, you know, and a bunch of others. And, uh, and of course, you know, I've done a lot of residentials and stuff like that. So that's why I never right. really talked a whole lot about it because a lot of it was helping people out. And uh, But I have been dying to do an investigation with you, too. I think it would be awesome. That would be super uh, what, cool. I, you know, I'm a really – I'm a workhorse when it comes to doing investigations, specifically if we have ticket holders who are there. Mm-hmm. I, I literally – I. What normally happens when I go to these kinds of places, like um, I was with uh, Detroit Paranormal Expeditions, I was with um, the Odyssey Paranormal Group, what I normally do is I go in on Friday, um, just get trashed with everybody and have a wonderful, you know, great big party. <laughs> then on Saturday morning, I, the worst of the group, will show up the, before anybody else, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, freshly shaved, Stone cold sober as a judge, and I will work from that morning until we're ready to start investigations. I won't eat. I rarely go to the restroom. I will carry on for usually, I think my record is something like 13 hours in a day, mm-hmm. where I would just keep working. And so when we're doing investigations and things like that, I take it so super seriously that it is, uh, well, I'm sure you do too, though, guy. I'm sure you both do. So it's like you, yeah. you kind of get my, you get my vibe. Yeah, I'm, absolutely. I'm just really, I'm really intensely about what we should all be intense about. If you're in this industry, it should not be about being on destination. It should not be about being on TLC or uh, all these in discovery or what have you. It should really be about the main purpose. Can we prove that there is a consciousness or a soul that exists after the body has expired? Absolutely. That's what I'm in it for. That's yep. what I'm in it for. Absolutely. If I can provide families with some comfort and things like that, then that's why God made me. And, and see, I'm here for that. And that's the big thing. And you know this just as well as I do. It's one thing when you're, like, say, doing a residential and you're helping out a family, or or even if it's they're not under any, like, say, supernatural attack, but they, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, but they just want to know if there's something going on and they we go and we investigate. Yeah. And then there's then there's the other side where like when we go to the events, you know, like I mean I've emceed many 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 paranormal events and such, and um, you know, and, and that 
process is more fun. It's more entertainment when you're doing the investigation. There, there's obviously a little bit of like you know keeping keeping it serious and you know trying to find uh-huh, something, uh-huh. but a whole lot of uh, you know just making sure the crowd has a good time too at the same time. Because a lot of people like, don't know, man, when you're on an investigation, you're out there for you know eight ten hours plus. You it's know, boring and, as oh, hell. Yeah. yeah, nothing going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing. And as a matter of fact, I have a guest who's with me this weekend at the Mystical Emporium because it's a bed and breakfast. And uh, last night we decided to try some table tilting. It was like 1 a.m. We'd had a couple of cocktails, and my friend said to me, yeah, let's try it. And I'm like, really? Okay. So, like, we make this whole – set the whole thing, guys, like candles lit, lights dimmed, Ken Boggles in his full moment, and nothing happened. And we had a couple of knocks that wouldn't be consistent enough to determine that it was an actual paranormal experience. Mm -hmm. But we tried. And much like every time that you go to an investigation and you've got all this equipment all over the place, you twiddle your thumbs and hope for the best. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's terribly boring. But I I so care about not just the people who were there as ticket holders or the people who were there, uh, you know, families or, you know, like you said, residential cases that you maybe are participating in or, or helping with. I, I, it, to me, it's really about treating the people who are in spirit form with as much dignity and respect as well. Absolutely. So that's what I go forward with, is that kind of mindset that we're still dealing with people. I'm, you know, you may not be able to see them in body, but they're certainly there in spirit. The only time that I think that I can ever say that I was, I don't want to say I was disrespectful, but it was more of, it was a residential case that I had this uh, a few years ago, and it was over in uh, Bradenton, Florida. And the homeowner had some really negative things that were happening in the home. So we went in to check it out, trying to ascertain if there was something there. And if there was, get some type of proof. You know, we had other people to go to to have them come in and do a cleansing on the home, so on and so forth. But I like to take some type of evidence to them in the process, you know, to let them know what they may be dealing with. So we're on this investigation for eight hours, right? nothing happened at all. You know, no knocks, no rappings, no voices, no, you know, visual movements, no nothing. So at the very end of the evening, I was literally just getting ready to shut the equipment off, and I happened to be talking to a friend of mine, and I'm, you know, that was on the team, and I'm like, you know, if there's something here, and I did this on purpose, I was like, if there's something here, either it's scared of us, or it's just not here, it doesn't exist, it's not real. And, you know, I said, I really think that it's it's probably there's just nothing here. We wrapped up, you know, doing the equipment, shut everything down, we leave. The next day, we're going over the audio equipment. Right when it gets to that point, you hear me go, yeah, I, I don't believe if there's anything here, it's scared of us. And if they're, you know, and if that's not the case, then I really believe there's just nothing here. And then you hear a Class A EVP, very deep voice go, keep pretending, little boy. <laughs> shut it <clears throat> down. Oh, Should absolutely. Like, where is this? Can we get a copy of this? Um, I got like, a. This is like a few years ago. I had to get a hold of my friends to see if they still have a copy of it. And I'm sure they do. Would you? Yeah, I yeah. Really, would I would love to hear that. We had, um, we in, in the course of me doing all these investigations that I've done for years, um, I had gone to a house. Uh, this is back when I was oh my gosh, like 16, 17 years old. And um, I was living in my own apartment at that time for various causes and effects. I was a grown man by 15. So, um, you know, working, going to school, doing the thing. Uh, I went into, it was one day after school, a lady said that she would like for me to come over to the house. I went over to the house, and I felt that there was something there. I understood that there was something there, and I did my best to kind of help her with it. And, of course, because as a psychic medium, it's slightly, it's, slightly different than approach that you or, or anybody who would go in as like a strictly paranormal investigative perspective, right? Yep. <clears throat> so I did my part. I thought everything was great. I thought everything was groovy. No big deal. It was very kind of run-of-the-mill. And I hate to use that expression, but it was it was without incident. Yeah, yeah. That was without incident, you know? So I get home and uh, proceeded to have the most intense paranormal experience I had I've ever had or had up to that point for sure. So it's one of those things where you never know. It could be one of those things that just you, you get all this kind of uh, response and you get all these sort of pieces of evidence and things. Or you, you don't. Or you take something home with you. You never know really what's going to happen. Um, so I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And uh, just as a side note, I now protect myself differently than I did back then. <laughs> 21 years of experience has taught me well. You know, it's taught me very well. Yeah. 
Now, I need to ask you a very important question. Uh-oh. Okay. What is the Mystical Emporium business? Okay, so look. This, <laughs> you thought I forgot, didn't you? <laughs> let, let me tell you about your buddy, Kim Boggle. If you, say to, if you say to me, this has never been done before, I will knock people over to do it. I will swing bows. I'll throw. I'll fake a heart attack. I'll throw dishes. I'll do the whole thing. Like, so what? Um, I what happened was what happened was that's being Jesse right there all the time. What, you see what happened was. What see what happened was? Um, I was in a situation where I uh, was. Uh, looking for what my next step was going to be, I had Carol by Ken LLC. I was back doing the the you know the media of it all, and I was doing very very well. And I thought, what's the next step? I was presented an opportunity, which will be in my book because I'm writing a book. And it's good lord, finish, man! By the way, yeah, wait until I tell you about the book. We'll make a note to talk about that in a second. But okay. um, <laughs> I, I was in I was in bed at one o'clock in the morning. At well, sorry, one thirty, and my spirit guide. Uh, often does it. she said wake up and I woke up as I always do absolutely um, focused and she says grab a pen and a piece of paper because here it comes and I went to that because you're in bed you know I'm trying to find a robe I'm you know in my nightly attire wink wink and, uh, we, I sleep the same way. Yeah. Okay, so I'm like trying to find a pen, a piece of paper. Where are my socks? And is that my robe? Is that another? Where's the? I'm doing the whole thing anyway. Over the course of three hours, so from one thirty to four thirty in the morning, I broke down all these various different aspects of the Emporium. I went to some friends of mine who owned, who who do own a historic built in the 1880s. Uh, Victorian home. It's gorgeous. I said, can we go toward the home together tomorrow? I had this idea. Um, and they were like, well, you mean today? Because it's legit like 5 a.m. Where, where's Ken Boggle at at 5 a.m.? What's going on? I'm like, I had this idea. It came to me through spirit. We have to talk about it. So I came. I toured the place. Um, I laid down the idea. My partners, Sarah and Greg, their husband and wife, they're amazing. Um, they... I said, well, we were kind of hoping that this would happen. We were, did not want to turn this house into just a bed and breakfast. We said, Ken Bogle needs to come. And this is months before I even brought it up to them. They said, Ken Bogle needs to come into this house and brand it. We need to make this a business. And so we started that. During a worldwide, this pandemic that we're having, we decided, yeah, we'll open up a third business. Why not? Let's do this. <laughs> so nothing could possibly go wrong, right? In the middle of winter, too, right? So you got a pandemic. It's December. Things are really... That's what I love about you, Ken. You always pre-plan. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, that's what he does. That's what he does. Anyway, um, so I then move into the house, and we fixed everything up. We set up all kinds of different things. So you can... Uh, it's my legitimate house. I literally live here. You can come spend the weekend or a night or have a private party or have classes or private readings with me in my home. Pictures of me wow. and my family are everywhere. My family is everywhere because my family, uh, my work family is everywhere because that that's how we rolled. <laughs> and uh, we do cocktail hours and hors d'oeuvres, and we do. Um, well, my guest this weekend wanted a massage. I brought in a massage therapist. We, you know, I uh, have a big listen, guys. I have the hottest bathroom in the world, slate tile everywhere, huge <sighs> gothic Victorian like chandeliers. Where is this? Garden yeah, when are we invited? Yeah. Oh, you come over. It's a thing. So um, <laughs> so it, the Mystical Emporium is right now a bed and breakfast. When we go through, and you can find it on Airbnb. Just go to Airbnb, look up Frankfort, Kentucky. What you've got to do is click on the type of property you want to be in. It's under Boutique Hotel, and we're the only boutique hotel in the city of Frankfort, which is the capital of Kentucky, this beautiful historic capital of Kentucky. And um, you can find me there. When we do the zoning, which is going to be, I guess, examined and approved this month, a knock on wood, we're going to be including things like virtual classes, in-person classes, no more than six people in these classes. I'm going to be hands-on teaching you how to read tarot, palms, playing cards. My partner, Sarah, is going to teach you herbology. She's going to teach you stonework. I mean, we're going to have people coming in like uh, Jenny Beganowski, the Detroit Love Witch, is going to be coming in during uh, uh, in May. I think it's the second weekend in May to teach them, you know, uh, love spells and love charms and do a couple of readings herself. 
if, if we're even looking at virtual classes with me, uh, we've not yet determined what we want that to look like, but it's on its way. It's a huge, fabulous thing. But the Ken Bogle Mystical Emporium, right now, bed and breakfast, come stay with your buddy Ken Bogle. We have dinners together. We have fun together. We do readings while you're here. I take you around town. We go to various different locations, take pictures, and just have a really good time. It's like I have a lot of women who come to stay with me. It's a sorority house for the most part. Um, and we just have a, we have a blast, an absolute blast. But anyway, that's the mystical emporium, and I really go to Airbnb, look up boutique hotels in Frankfort, Kentucky, and come spend the weekend with me. It is, or just a night. It's just an absolute blast. It's a blast. I definitely, I, I love it. Yeah, I'll definitely be planning a trip over there. Go check that out. Me and Jesse might even oh, make yeah. a trip down there and go stay for a weekend. Oh yeah, no, my wife loves Kentucky. I just think it's great that you were able to describe your friend with the words herb or herb and stone in the same sentence and had nothing to do with drugs. Right? <laughs> hey, you know, I'm, yeah, look, I'm not going to offend the FCC. I'm here to work. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. But it's, it's, it's a super cool thing. And even if you don't want to stay the weekend, you can always come and have private readings. I read for a mother and, uh, and her daughter mm-hmm. uh, on, I think it was like on Wednesday, and then they wrote me this morning and said, well, we're coming back, we're bringing our two children, and we're bringing my husband, and there's going to be like six of us, and, you know, can we come back and do it? What dates do you have open? So it's one of those things where you can literally just come and, and, and spend time with me in my home, and I do readings to the family. It's an exceptional experience. And that's super cool. Like, that, just to have the opportunity to hang out with you, like, in person anyway, especially after this whole pandemic thing's over, I'm, I'm over it. I miss my peoples. But, um... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like uh, it, that, it's beautiful, and that area is so beautiful too. I mean, we oh, went, absolutely, uh, we uh, took a road trip up to Indiana um, a while back, like before the pandemic happened and stuff. And uh, it was for what my uh, nephew's christening. I, I think, think it was your nephew's christening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember things. That's what I do. But, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but we uh, we stopped in uh, Kentucky, and it was my first time like stopping in Kentucky aside from Mammoth Cave, and just gorgeous, just all gorgeous, all historical. First time I've been there during the day. <laughs> it's it's lovely. Now the thing is, when I say that you spend time with me, it's not that I greet. We do a meet and greet, and then I walk off and lock myself away. I will wash your dishes. I will clean your plates. I will run your. I, literally, I will run a bathtub for you. I do all the cleaning myself. While I'm sitting I in the tub, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Oh well, you, you know, you know. And <laughs> for, for, for only a few thousand, you can actually bathe with Ken Bogle, and it's just a couple of thousand. You can, we'll, we'll put on snorkels. We'll wear bathing. We stuff, could be onto something here. Bathe with Ken Bogle, right? Bathing okay. with Bogle. Bathing with Bogle. Bubbles and bo- oh, nope, bubbles and Bogle. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We got it. I'll let yeah. you take the thoughts if we can take that. <laughs> I'm down with that. I'm down. I'll even cut you in on the price. Absolutely. There's a kickback to that. There you <laughs> go. It's, it's a thing that nobody else has ever done. Now, uh, uh, Lorraine Warren was the first person to make this move in that she was inviting people to come to her house and actually spend time with her. I think you could have a dinner and maybe a conversation with her and, and et cetera. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it was just Tony, you know, Tony. Yep. Um, her son-in-law, right? Good guy. He's always been nice to me. Um, and you, you could do that. I thought, oh, what kind of a person does that? That would have to be horrible. And now that I do it nearly every weekend, I can't think of, I can't think of anything else I'd rather do on a weekend than to have people here with me and sharing laughter and good times and, and have a nice, clean environment. Like, I clean by CDC standards. I'm not even kidding. Bandana around my head. I'm high dusting, low dusting. I'm Cloroxing. I'm mopping. I just want people to enjoy themselves in a safe environment in my home with the real me. Yeah. Nobody else is doing that in the paranormal industry. Absolutely nobody. Now, Michelle Belanger um, has since then opened up a spot in uh, Ohio. And uh, bless her, I often ask myself, what would Belanger do? Because she's a compass <laughs> for me. She's like Dustin in that way. Mm-hmm. But, um, but we were the first people out of the bag to do it. And um, I am elated by that. Uh, it just falls in line with everything else that we've been the first at, including being the first television show to ever be a centralized theme around tarot. Has never been done in television before. Elizabeth Saint and Nick Groff and I did that, mm-hmm. and um, so it's just what it's just another one of those things. But please come spend time with me in my house. Let's have fun. We'll get. I mean, I will treat you like gold because that's what you mean to me. That's phenomenal. I I can't even like to even think of something like that is just genius anyway. 
And yeah. it just goes to show, like, how, like, when you are good to people and do good things, that karma comes back on you, and it's just a phenomenal thing you're doing. Absolutely. There. Thank you. It, now, we're also, inside of Ken Vogel Enterprises, we're in the, which is the umbrella company for Ken Vogel's uh, Mystical Emporium, and we'll eventually acquire Carol by Ken LLC and be the umbrella company for both. Um, we are also really big about community. So, what, what I do, what I have done the, over the years is uh, toy drives during the holidays for children who maybe would not have Christmas otherwise. Toys for Tots is real big, or sometimes I just go directly to, like, cramming cruisers with police departments. Or this last year, because of the COVID experience, we had to do it through fire departments and et cetera. But we get kids those toys. And then we also do a thing called Bundle Up with Ken Boggle. This year we helped over 700 children get toboggans and scarves and gloves who would otherwise not be able to afford them. We go to human, um, not human resources, we call family resources in different school districts, and we drop off boxes of, of scarves and gloves, coats, like coats. Uh, over the course of the pandemic, I literally put on a mask, put on rubber gloves, and because I couldn't have the public event, I went to people's houses. Wow. You could write me and say, Ken, I've got hats and coats, and I didn't care if you had one or two. I was at your house. And I, we did it. And uh, so many kids in uh, Elizabethtown, um, like all kinds of different areas in Kentucky, uh, Frank Elf, we, we gave these to those people. So the whole idea is that, yeah, we're here to kind of uh, expand your mind in a metaphysical way, enlighten you to the mystic uh, talents we're all inherently born with, but also we give to the community because when you are able to care for children, you're caring for the future. And that's something that I will always do no matter what happens. And, I've got to have that. And see, this is the one thing that I love about the fact that I actually do know you. I know who you are, and I know you know a lot of stuff about you. We've we've talked and everything else. Is for years. Yeah, for years yeah, for a few years, years now. Yeah. Um, but the the thing is, is that I know a lot of people who talk about doing this, that, and other, and the paranormal, blah blah blah. And and you know right away, it's like, oh, look at me, look at me doing it for doing it for attention. You, I know you genuinely care. That's why you go out and you do all this and stuff. And you can tell that you absolutely love There's people. There's a big, big difference, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. you have a genuine love for people that, mm. like, you don't see often. I mean, hell, you have people coming to your house to hang out with you <laughs> willingly. How weird. Like, yeah. How weird is – and, you know, I'm single now, right? So I'm single, and, and <laughs> I'm and, – yeah, right, just so you all know. Just so everybody who's listening can figure it out. Uh, but anyway – I, 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 when I now introduce myself to people and they say, what do you do? I'm like, how much time do you have? Because I literally do so much, <laughs> you know? And then they're ultimately like, wait a minute, people come and live with you in your house? I'm like, yeah. And it's immediately over. I'm never going to ever be married ever again, which, you know, thank God for small favors. But, um, <laughs> but the reason, but the, 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 the core reason for why I do what I do is because I believe at the end of the day, we are our brother's keeper. But also, I grew up dirt poor in a place called Hippo Holler. Mm-hmm. I did not come from money. I certainly never had millions in this life. But everything I have ever made, I've always given to other people because I starved. There were times when uh, I was younger, I had I was homeless for a minute. I had jobs in restaurants, and I was so broke I had to. I, and this is a sad thing to admit, but it's the truth, and it's in the book. I used to hide where I could hide, and I would clean the place off and I would eat scraps. That's really how I lived my life from yeah. 15, 16, 17. That's how I lived 18. That's how I lived my life. When times got rough, I, I ate scraps. And I vowed that one day I would make sure that anybody who was ever in that situation would would have me to turn to. Or if your kids are without, without shoes or something for winter, because I had to wear grocery bags over our shoes because our shoes had holes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's one of those things where, or I had to wear my sister's coat, you know, because we couldn't afford it. So that's why I do what I do, because I am my brother's keeper. That's what God and the universe expects out of me. But also, I've been there, and I yep. will do everything you and me both, to man. help you get through mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I'll do everything I can to help you get through it, because that's what I do. I, I think that's the reason why, like, for me, because of stuff that I've been through in my life, you know, plus being former military and stuff, that I just don't believe in quitting. You know, I just don't. I don't have it in me to quit. No, you can't. And, I mean, and that whole thing, because I, I grew up in a similar – I'm from North Carolina. I grew up and I wouldn't call it a holler, but, like, it was – hey, Yeah, you might yeah. as well say it was a holler. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> yeah. Out in the yeah. middle of nowhere in a trailer, you know, just yep. dirt poor. And I, I, I 
it gives you this compassion for people that you don't get anywhere else from aside from that experience of being just completely like broken down and beaten down and having to struggle and get through things and that gives you the biggest desire to never give up because yep. you've been in worse you know you've been Absolutely. in the worst situations ever you've gone without food you've had you've been cold in the winter you've been you know, through it all. Been and through the crap. Been, I've been bullied when I was younger, everything else. And the one thing that my drill instructor, you know, taught me that I live by these words. And, Jesse, you know this. Anybody who knows me personally knows this. My my thing is, if you're still breathing, you ain't beat. Yep. You ain't beat, baby. And you yep. know what I always say to people? I say, if you still have air in your lungs and blood pumping through your veins, you are 100% successful. Yep. At you are 100% successful at something that's very difficult, which is staying alive. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's it. that's it, baby. If you can stay alive, I'm here for you. And I, I care for people who are weak and people who struggle. I do. But I'm also here for the people who are strong and doing the best they can to help each other. It's the strong that sometimes need us to love them as well. So I give it to everybody. There's nothing yep. but love and, you know, uh, and a good dirty joke every now and then. There you, you go. Hey. Hey, hey, there we go. Me. But, you know, all that's in the book, you know, and I was saying that I'm writing a book, and the book is called Becoming Ken Boggle, and it goes from, what what I did was, of course, I did something that has never been done before. I used the major arcana, uh, the story of the major arcana, meaning the fool that goes through all these various different cards until he gets to the end of his journey. Mm -hmm. Um, I use that as a means to teach people about the tarot cards and also use them to explain very difficult life situations that I have personally been through. There was a lot of really intense stuff in the book. I sometimes sit back after I've written a chapter and I think, oh, my goodness. Am I really going to let people know that I did X, Y, Z? Am I really going to? And the answer is always yes, because if they're there too, then please pick up this book so that you know how I got through it. And you you formulate a way for you to get through it too, because if I can do it, you can do it. Exactly. So, yeah, uh, we're about two chapters away from being finished. Two chapters. Elizabeth Saint is going to write the introduction. And then when all that's finished, we send it over to a copywriting editor who I know and love in Texas, and she's going to handle that. And then my U.K. management team, Artistry Management, has a large publishing house who is interested in checking it out. You know, knock on wood, we can sell that book and, you know, maybe many more. And uh, kind of help people learn how to uh, read tarot, but at the same time learn how to live life in a way that you won't be beat. You can get through it, and I'll help you do it. Absolutely. I also, too, I want to make sure that I put this out here on the air right now, that we were talking before you came on the show about the paranormal events that we're uh, working on for the uh, the future that we're going to be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them in particular I want to talk to you about because I would like for you to be uh, be one of our guests to come to it. Oh, shut it down. Let me grab a pin. Yep. Absolutely. A pin's <laughs> ready. What, what are we doing, guys? What's happening? That I can't talk about on air, but I will oh, definitely man. shoot you my number and then give me a call. Why did you make him get a pin? No, no, no. I'm going to have him give me a call, and we'll talk about it tomorrow or, or maybe even later tonight. Actually, no, let's make it tomorrow. Okay, that's good, because I plan to hit a barbecue place and a brewery before, before you know, 9, 9 p.m. I plan to just rip it the whole way up. That sounds so, amazing. I mean, that's Ken Boggle. And then I'll be 9 a.m. Watch. Tune in tomorrow at 9 a.m. You'll be like, who even is he? I, I want you to sleep until two. And I'll just pop Why is he wearing a tube top? Yeah. <laughs> now, I will be having a mimosa that's really light on the orange juice. You oh. know what I'm saying? But I'll, I'll be there. It's going to be fine. Anywho, um, yeah, I would love to do that. I would love to do it because I think like this. I think like I have done an exceptional job uh, with what I've been given. Uh, to be so successful during a time of a pandemic when, when we've been through political strife, social unrest, wars and fires sweeping the streets oh, yeah. in, our, mm-hmm. in our own country. America has been ravaged and destroyed, and it's really hard for each other. We've all done it. Yep. Everybody's had at each other, and it's disgusting. We need to stop. But to, to be as fortunate as I have been through this time, as soon as it's over, we're going to blow up. We're going to just take over the world and teach people how to live a quality of life that is more conducive with their ultimate purpose, which is to love each other. Absolutely. All right, well, listen, yeah. we only got about 30 seconds here left, so go ahead and put out all your social media, whatever you want to throw out there. you got 30 seconds, carte blanche to you, and go. Google me. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, you show up on everything. I do. You just type, nobody else in the world has the name Ken Boggle, by the way. Ken, B-O-G-G-L-E, Ken Boggle. 
to the B to the O to everything. the double G. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And by the way, follow me on TikTok because I'm killing it, killing the TikTok. Oh, I didn't know you had a TikTok too. Oh, you need to check it out, brother. You're gonna love it. Oh, I gotta check that out then. Okay, we'll yeah, do. It. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, listen. Awesome. It was hey, Ken. It was awesome having you on. So uh, nice. We'll definitely Thank get you, you on again in the near future. I'll DM you my number. We talk about the future paranormal event. And for all of our fans out there, please tune in again next week. And this is everybody saying bye from Paraprobe. Payments, unemployment benefits, and COVID vaccines.